0: gentlemen legionnaires welcome to this your legion of myth live stream it's episode 169 this beautiful day 30th of june 2018 now normally you'll be hearing the dulcet tones of garthon the death seeker along with me heathen dog but uh today's not that day because garthon is not talking he's muted his camera and his mic let's go take a look okay Garthon, uh, what's up, man? You, uh, you got something to say? Is there something wrong? Okay, good talk. All right, so we'll get to our segments. Our segments today are Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, RPG Fundamentals, part two of two of the Hero System Champions 6th edition character generation. We're getting to powers today, I promise. I know you all have been waiting for it. This is it. And then, oh my god, more heathen dogma. Of course, we're going to do another anime on the stream. Special one. One only. This is The Disastrous Life of Psyche-K Season 2. Now, if you harken back to when I did Season 1, didn't fare too well. Let's see how Season 2 does. And then our random number generator, where we just roll around stuff in our head and throw it on the ground, see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's find out together. This will be fun. All right. Now, uh, first, a special thank you to our subscribers for Twitch, Patreon. Uh, you know, please be sure to like the video, all that stuff. And then, of course, top donations, uh, Steam Labs, uh, Twitch Cheers. Zon Extremes, a.k.a. Zon, has actually uh, recently gotten the top spot in Twitch cheering. Stolen from Baldahar. Baldahar, man. What's wrong? And of course, you can like, subscribe, and comment in all of our social media presences. And you can get this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and any good aggregate anywhere all right. and of course you can support us with patreon steam labs paypal but i really want you to buy the shirts they're good they're comfortable especially in a hot summer day these things are these things who they, they they wick it's good it's good for you and of course there's our disclaimer let's check out the disclaimer the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Wait a minute, why am I saying this? I'm the only one here. I am the only representative of the Legion of Myth organization. Right now, I'm it. Whatever I say is law. Give this disclaimer out of here. Let's go to the let's go to the good stuff. Bam! Heathen Dogs, Heathen dog but Tabletop Gaming Fundamentals. Champions. Sixth edition. Live it. Know it. Love it. Now, if you remember, uh, the publication date this thing's gone through, like I said, six editions from 1981 to 2010. This last one apparently stuck because it's been here the longest. A publisher by Hero Games, you can get uh, the PDF for $20, you can get the soft cover black and white for $40. And Garthon found uh, a physical copy on eBay for I believe it was between $40 and $45. So that's good, right? Yeah, all right, let's get to this now. What we did last time. Uh, we did our we did our power level where it's which is our starting character point base. We sussed that all out uh, We also did my character concept Because if you don't have a character concept go into this thing You're going to do a page one rewrite three or four times. It's going to take days to make a character So don't do that have a clear image of what you want in mind We did that check we went to our characteristics our basic stats strength decks con- Constitution body endurance recovery got it all did it all done check and we did our skills Uh, my character is a pi so he's got lots of pi skills right check today we're going to perks talents and powers that's what we're that's what we're doing today so let's get on to it now perks perks are useful resources items privileges and benefits a character has this is stuff that isn't super powerful that other people can have and commonly do but you have as well Uh, for example uh, the perk of access means that uh, you have access to a place or places that the general populace cannot get into you know you have you have an id to get into the federal building you have a backstage you have a standing backstage pass for for a given venue okay it costs one to five character points depending on how all encompassing or important that that access is. And of course, there's money. That's zero to 15 character points in perks because uh, zero is uh, lower to upper middle class. You're living paycheck to paycheck or you're doing fairly well, saving some money, you know. Or 15, you have unlimited funds. Now, in a fight with a super bad, this probably isn't going to work out too great for you. I mean, you could bribe them to go away, I guess, but. That usually doesn't happen. Now, another one I want to talk about is contacts. Now, I put a table on here, right here, just because it's pretty uh, all-encompassing. So let's check it out. Uh, For the cost of one character point, you get a basic eight minus contact. That means to call this contact, to successfully get a hold of him, you have to roll an eight or less on a 3D6. Or you can pay two and bring that up to 11. For every one above that, you add one. So getting, getting an eight and adding three doesn't make sense. Get the two. And if you want to add from there, add from there. And then minus one if your contact is limited by identity. If your contact doesn't know you're a hero, only knows you, or only knows your hero and doesn't know your secret identity, well, then you can only approach him as one or the other, not both, to effectively have the contact. And then, of course, if he has useful skills, Duh, you wouldn't have him as a contact if he didn't have useful skills If he has very useful or extremely useful skills It's going to cost more Uh, Contact access to a a major institution Say you have a contact in the CIA Okay Then he's got a lot more clout than your average contact So yeah, it's going to cost more Uh, He has significant contacts of his own He's a deputy director of the FBI He's got a whole office that he can push around to get to get done, what needs what you need to be done. So there you go, and there's a whole bunch of others. Now these are just three of the dozen or so perks. Now let's see what I picked. Now remember who I am, all right? I'm a down on my luck PI. Okay, that's it. So perks, not a lot. I got one guy, Sergeant blonsky I got him for five character points. Uh, eleven or less should be eleven minus. Uh, ID limited. He only knows me as the PI since. At the beginning of my campaign, I'm not super-powered yet. He is very useful, I mean, he's a sergeant in the local police department, he's very useful. He has significant contacts and we have a good relationship. It makes it easier for him to say yes when he wants to say no. And I have fake IDs, which gives me access. Now, uh, how good is that? Well, only two, I didn't get five. They aren't perfect. If someone has a, a forgery skill, or something similar to spot fake IDs, well, they're probably gonna see through it. But your average bouncer, your average you know minimum wage security guard, no, I'm good, I'm good, don't worry. And I got a vehicle, well, a base, I got a base. Vehicles and bases are the same category. I got a base, it's my PI office. I live there, that's right, Yeah, I'm doing really well. I got 75 character points for my base for 15 real points. Now, this is gonna be a package deal. It's gonna be an office space. I might add a bed because he lives there and uh, maybe a hot plate and microwave and a fridge, stuff like that. Now, after spending all of this, what do I have? 240 points out of my 300 left over. Okay, all right, good, we're moving along, we're doing great. Now, talents, let's talk about talents. Uh, everyone has gotta be good at something. Talents are unusual abilities or unique attributes that you have that most people don't. It, they could be as easy as being able to roll your tongue or being ambidextrous. You know stuff like that it's not a superpower it's just something that most people just don't have for example animal friendship animals just like you man it costs 20 character points but any animal whether it's hostile or not has a better chance of liking you over everyone else it could come in handy or a light sleeper this will only cost three points and uh, it allows you to awaken with a perception roll everyone else gets a perception at minus six. So let's say they have an average perception. That's an 11 minus roll. They're actually rolling a five minus if they're asleep. You do not get that. You're a light sleeper. You get regular 11 minus, which is great. Now, there's one here that GMs don't like giving out. It's Danger Sense. Danger Sense is a very powerful talent. It has a stop sign right next to it to tell you that, hey, this is probably not gonna fly. But let's take a look at it. For 15 points, you get a basic danger sense. When something bad's gonna happen. You get a spider sense, tingly thing. But if you want it to function as an actual sense, like you can focus your danger sense, add two. For every plus one to the roll, uh, normal roll is uh, 11 minus, you get a plus one. Uh, let's see. Cost. Uh, in or out of combat, if perceivable by the, if if you can hear it, feel it, touch it like a a wind moves in or out of combat bam plus you get for plus five character points you can sense it or if it's any danger in or out of combat even if it's not perceivable by your senses this is now a supernatural sense there's no physical reason you should be able to know you're about to get shot from 2,000 yards away but you do that costs a lot all right so there's like i said dozens more what did i get Not much. Let's say down on his luck PI. He doesn't have a lot of talents. If he did, he wouldn't be down on his luck, would he? No. So he took speed reading to, uh, you know, glean through files much faster while he's sneaky sneaky, you know? That costs four character points, and that allows you to read ten times normal speed. Great. Bump of direction. Kind of weird title, but what it means is you have a great, uh, not only sense of direction, but you can accurately gauge direction up, down, left, right, no matter where you are with no reference point. And on any navigation roll, you get a plus 2. So if it was, say, 11 minus, now it's a 13 minus. That's great. That's what I got. What do I have left? 233. Okay. 233 sounds great to me. What else we got? Powers. Finally, powers. All right. Well, this is where all your points evaporate. Now, instead of going over all the powers, there are literally... Several dozen of them, more than several dozen of them. Let's go through the categories and the creation checklist. And then I'll show you what I did. Power categories, adjustment powers. These raise or lower characteristic powers of yourself or other people. This is like uh, in DC Comics, uh, the leech, where he uh, takes uh, points from your power and transfers it to him. Okay. And then we have attack powers. This is your basic hand to hand attack, uh, ranged attack range killing attack, hand-to-hand killing attack, stuff like that. You can call it whatever you want. You know, Wolverine Claws, a, gun, a bullet from a gun, a sword, whatever. You know, you get to you get to say what it is. And then we have the automation powers. This is only used if you're making a robot or an undead character. It uh, You know, you don't bleed, you know, you have oil instead of blood or something like that. You know, all this stuff. Body affecting powers. Alter or improve the character's body. This is uh, increasing your own stats. You know, or I think maybe even healing. Good, sounds great. Defensive powers. These are uh, body armor, force fields, um, damage negation, where you you control kinetic energy. So uh, you lessen by 75% any kinetic energy that comes near you with a hurtful manner or whatever. Great. Mental powers. Hey, Professor X all the way, right? Movement powers. Running, leaping, flying, teleportation, faster than light travel. You can get that. I didn't get that, but you can get that. Uh, Sensory powers, X-ray vision, N-ray vision, you can call it whatever you want. Infrared vision, telescopic vision, microscopic vision, they got it all. Size powers, Ant-Man, Giant-Man, you can do either, or both. Special powers, these are powers that uh, can't go into frameworks. One of them is endurance reserve, which I took, I'll show show you that later. And then anything else goes into what's called standard powers. Anything that doesn't quite fit in these categories, it gets caught in this catch-all. So... What's the checklist? Here we go. Number one, choose the power that best represents the ability you want your character to have. Let's say you want your character to have a, uh, a minigun like uh, Jesse Ventura from Predator. Great. That is a range killing attack. That's the name of the power. Range killing attack. Great. Got it. Decide how much power you want the character to have as indicated by the power's description and note the character point cost. Okay. Well, a minigun's got a lot of damage, right? So let's say it does 30d6 damage all right that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of points but let's do it now the adders is is new from my my edition fourth edition i don't know if it was in fifth edition but of course it's definitely in sixth now it's kind of like advantages which i'm familiar with but i stayed away from it because without without an experienced gm to bounce off of i didn't know if i was going to use them correctly so i skipped that so we're skipping a four Find the advantages you want the power to have. Let's the minigun. One of the advantages, one of the great advantages for a range killing attack is armor penetrating. So your bullets from this minigun ignore one half of the object or person you're shooting's armor value. Alright, right off the bat, you're doing great. And then we find limitations. Well, the limitation for a gun is obvious. It only has so many bullets these are called charges now a minigun if you have a drum is going to have hundreds and hundreds if you have a uh, if you have a uh, oh, what's the the oh belt if you have a belt fed that's just wrapped around you like in rambo and it's just you know maybe you have 30 40 50 60 80 charges then you know you might see some benefit to that but usually if you have over 36 charges you get no benefit because now you're just shooting everybody for days but a minigun runs out of charges really fast so maybe the game master will give you some slack on that i don't know but let's go ahead and find out what i did take i am the avatar of the sun so what i take i took a blast now i'm going to call this a a laser blast because sun light you know light and heat that's what a laser is light and heat great now i took some disadvantages because i wanted to get it for cheaper i only do it only works during the day a minus one half disadvantage. Double the endurance cost. I mean, anything you do, uh, running, jumping, lifting, and using powers costs endurance. When your endurance is your stamina. When your stamina runs out, you're tired and can't do that physical activity anymore. Well, when your endurance runs out, you can't do the power anymore. You have to wait, you have to rest, you have to gain back that endurance. Now, after, after all of this, It turns out it's gonna cost 25 character points. Now, what I've forgotten in these slides is to show you the math. Now, the the math is is long, arduous, but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the heads up right here. Now, 10 d6, normally, it's five points for every no. Two points for for every uh, No, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. We're just gonna I did the math correctly. I checked it five times don't worry about it what garthon you got a you got a you got a problem Um, no oh okay cool all right and then we have teleportation 86 meters doesn't seem like far i mean it's not really i mean uh, you you can buy it with non-combat multipliers you can buy it with, uh, if you have uh, optional rules of mega distance, you can buy it like that, but I didn't want to get into all that for this test character, so I just got it regular, got it straight up. Only during the day, because that's my guy's theme. He is only, he's powered by the sun, so he only has his powers during the day. Alright? And he must pass through the intervening space. Normally, teleportation is you cease existing here and begin existing here instantaneously. Which is great, but... I wanted a hyper-fast flight. The only problem is getting flight that fast is extremely expensive. I couldn't afford it even if it was my only power. So I got teleportation with the limitation that I exist in between the space that I'm traveling to and from. So if I'm in a grapple, I can't teleport out of the grapple. If there's a wall in between where I'm going, I will have to smash through that wall and take damage of whatever the wall damage is going to be. Whatever what the wall is made of. Whatever. And this one is double endurance cost as well. So in real cost, it costs me 38 character points. Great. 25, 38. Keeping it. Keeping a tally. Okay. Now, I got an endurance reserve. All right. Now, this is special. Now, normally uh, your endurance, your physical endurance it powers your physical feats of strength and, uh, and agility and stamina and your powers. If you buy the endurance reserve, your powers feed all off of this. They get all of their endurance from the reserve, not your personal endurance. So any feats of strength or running or jumping that I do will go off my personal endurance and not touch my power reserve. Great, okay. I got it for recovery only works during the day. Now. Here's where that's important. I have a 140-point pool that I can draw from, all right? When I draw that dry, I can't use any powers. Now, every phase, the end of every phase, it's called a post-12 segment, I get 40 points back, all right? Now, this is important because this recovery is the only way I can refill this, this reserve. Now, with your with your physical endurance, you could actually take a recovery time by lo- by losing your action. I forfeit my action to take a recovery, and you take your physical recovery that adds to your physical endurance. With this power, I cannot do that. I only get it on the post twelve, the post the, the segment twelve recovery phase that everyone gets. So when it does not recover, that's bad. That's why it's that's the minimum. Garthon, I'm telling you right now, that's the minimum. The minimum is minus two. Says so in the power. All right? So I don't want to hear anything about that. Good. Now, it only works during the day. The recovery only works during the day. Notice this power does not have the limitation only during the day. Because I couldn't have both. I wanted the better one. Because I'm not an idiot. All right? Because uh, if it only works during the day, recovery only working during the day doesn't make sense. Obviously not. Because the whole power doesn't work during the day, dummy. So I got rid of that part and went to the better, the better cost to me. Now, the endurance cost for the endurance reserve, 140 points, cost me 35 character points. The recovery with that giant minus two limiter only cost me 13 character points. Great. Added it all up. Add it all up. Okay. Resistant protection. This is uh, force field, armor, uh, uh, kinetic dampening, energy dampening, whatever you want to call it. This uh, this diminishes damage from other people that want to do it to you. I mean, this takes away damage from bullets or energy blasts or whatever. It's physical damage resistance and energy damage resistance. They have to be bought separately. I bought both of them at 25 for a total of 50, but I split them up. You can split up any way you want. I could have went 49-01, but that just seems a little too uh, off kilter. So I got 25 and 25, which is very respectable. Now, again, only work during the day. That's fine perceivable at a minus quarter limitation perceivable means that is a visible field around my body so it's obvious that i have a force field no one's gonna be caught by surprise by this one and this one this one's a little weird gartha hang on hang on man linked to endurance reserve a positive endurance reserve now i put an asterisk on there because i want to explain it now normally a linked power works like this you have a main power say an energy blast It's right here and you want to link a power to it if you do that the second power gets the advantage the the one-quarter limitation on its cost because you cannot use it separate from the primary power when you fire this primary power both of these powers go off and you must pay both the endurance but both of the effects happen as well now with this I couldn't find a limitation I was looking for So the game master and I got together and we came up with this. It is linked to a positive endurance reserve, meaning that if my endurance reserve goes to zero for any reason at all, this power stops working. Now normally, mind you, this power has zero endurance cost. So without without this limitation, even if I were completely depleted of solar energy, I would still have this protection. That didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense at all. If I'm completely depleted of solar energy, I would not have a force field, right? Makes sense. So we came up with this. And it turned my real cost into 35 points. Now, let's see what else I got. Um, I increased all of my characteristics using powers because I wanted the only during the day and linked to a positive endurance reserve limitations as well. Because if, I, if my solar battery is completely depleted, I cannot have all of these increased stats. It doesn't make sense for my character. So, I increase my dex, con, intelligence, ego, all by 10. I purposefully did not do strength. Because the fir- I have a 10 strength. That means the first two points of endurance, if I use my full strength, will come from my physical endurance. And the next two points would come from my endurance reserve. I don't feel like doing that kind of math. Obviously. So I got rid of that all, all the way. I don't use it. Any feats of strength of running or jumping that I do is going to come from my physical endurance rather than my endurance reserve. Now my ego, this one this one uh, this one I wanted to go up higher, but in the end, yeah, I didn't have the points for it. because my presence, this is the kicker, that feel, that glow uh, increases my presence plus 30 to a total of 40, which is amazing. I mean it's uh, It's like a, It's like Morgan Freeman narrating your life It's it's phenomenal So that's what I got And then I increase my stun by 28 points That's over double uh, My OCV and DCV if you remember From the last episode uh, Offensive combat value and defensive combat value Two hit and not being hit I increase by four The base is three so that's a over double That's nice Speed plus two that's double normal Okay. So, all of that together, all of these powers, what do I have left? Goose egg. I spent it down to 0. All right. Now, what does that look like? Well, it looks like this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to I'm going to full screen this thing for you. All right. Here you go. As you can see, uh I have two stats for most of my physical stats over on the left, 10 and 20, 10 and 40, 225 10, 20, and 20, 48. That's because during the day, when I have endurance in my endurance reserve, I have the higher stats. Now, 20, you can say 20. Oh, it's not that much. I've seen characters with 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 strength. Yeah, yes, you have. But for a normal human being, 20 is the maximum. So, in so like over overnight, overnight, actually one morning, my character went from completely average to in almost every category. On Olympic-level athlete. He calls that a win. I call that a win, too. Then we have our endurance. My, my physical endurance is 20. My endurance reserve is 140. My body, 10 body, that's hit points, basically, when I'm not powered up, and 20 when I am. Stun, 20 when I'm not, 48 when I am. And we have our hand-to-hand damage. For every uh, five character points you have in strength, your hand-to-hand damage is 1d6. So normally, I have a 2d6 when I'm powered up. It's, oh, I... That This is before I took off the strength, so scratch that. It's 2d6 all the time. Just two and two endurance cost all the time. My OCV and DCV, as you can see, three and seven. My, mm, my uh, mental OCV and mental DCV, I stayed at three, because I ran out of points. I really want to do something, but I ran out of points. And you look below that, you see my defenses. Now, the difference between normal defense and resistant defense, a lot of people get this a little confused. Uh, it's changed from 4th edition to 6th edition. Normal defense defends against stun. All stun damage. Alright? Perfectly. Resistant defense defends against body damage. They are they are separate because... a uh, Say a ranged stun attack will do a massive amount of stun... But very little body damage. Whereas a ranged killing attack like a bullet... Will do stun damage, but a massive amount of body damage compared to the regular ranged. So having resistant is helpful. Now complications—you're supposed to have for my level, I think, 50 points of complications. Complications—they uh, they are a mechanic that I don't believe in. It's the the game is making you take disadvantages without giving you points for it. I call that good role playing. So as long as you're, as long as you have a good role player, doesn't care don't care about that now let's move over to the right side you can see i got all my skills perks and talents now as you can see all of not all of them but a good a good uh, chunk of my uh skills which are started acting are presence based and in my avatar form my presence rolls are 17 or less you're only rolling 3d6 and an 18 is automatic failure so without any minuses I cannot fail unless I roll all sixes. Which is great. And then we go over to the powers. Uh, they give you the cost, the, the, what it's called, I call it the laser. It's actually a blast of of five 10d6 of and it costs 10 endurance because it's double. Normally it would cost 5 but I got double so it's 10. And we have our, our uh, teleportation, I call it light speed flight. and That costs 24. And you you see it says seventy five meters. That was a that was a the previous draft instead of eighty six. I had seventy five. That was just the previous draft. I'm sorry. And we have the solar power endurance reserve one forty and forty, and the solar aura that gives me the resistant defense of twenty five in each of physical and energy defense, and the avatar body, which is all of my characteristic increase. And you take all that together: sixty seven points in skills, perks, and talents; two hundred thirty three points. In powers and you get 300 which is my characteristic limit well yay alright and that's it, that's making a character in champions, now I think Garthon may have something to say about uh, the, uh, the limitations I took, especially the link to a positive endurance, Garthon anything you say now, say it now or forever hold your peace, go Good talk. All right. What do we have next? Don't miss an episode of all of this. Follow us on Twitch. Hit the notifications. Subscribe. Really. You could do it. Bam. Hit the button. It's good stuff. All right. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, click the subscribe button and do not miss the the uh, the notification bell. You want to know when one of these episodes hits the air. You want to know it. All right. And of course, you can see more Heathen Dogma on YouTube. All this uh, and my team ups with Garthon and Warframe and Star Trek online and you can see all of my past streams they're all they're all on YouTube they're all on Twitch but Mondays at 8 p.m. Central time 9 p.m Eastern I will be playing Soma a complete playthrough from beginning to end. So there's that. Well what do we have next? Well it should be Garthon but no it's an anime on the stream. that's right special request from me. I guess, because there's no one else here. Garthon's not talking, so here we go. It's The Disastrous Life of Psyche-K Season 2. Now, if you missed Season 1 review, you'll, uh, I will tell you that uh, 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 Kuoso Psyche, which is which is his name, I'm probably butchering it, that's how it is, he was born with vast psionic power. Vast psionic power. Those little antennae over here keep him at a power level of when he was five years old because without them he could accidentally have a bad dream and blow up the planet so yeah he's he lives his entire life trying to hide his powers from everyone else and trying to be exactly normal that's why his life is so disastrous because it's so hard being normal all right so let's see where this comes from Uh, It's directed by Hiroaki uh, Sakurai, written by Michiko Yokote, music by Psychic Lover. Obviously, why not? Why wouldn't it be, right? I mean, Psychic Lover. Uh, Studios, JC Staff, and Egg Firm, rather than Egg Runny. Licensed by Funimation in the U.S. And original networks were TV Tokyo, TVA, TVO, and TVH. Original run, July 4th, 2016, to June 27th, 2018. It's still ongoing. Uh, 48 episodes total, only 36 on Netflix... I don't know why that is. Maybe there's OVAs and stuff that Netflix doesn't have. And, of course, you can watch it on Netflix. So let's get to the main character. The main character is uh, Kusuo Saiki. I suppose he's the protagonist. He's not very heroic. He's just trying to live, live a life that's not his. He's trying to live a normal life. He attends a PK Academy high school, which gives him no end of problems because these people keep inserting themselves into his life. And, of course, he can fly, use telekinesis, telepathy by his first birthday. He, like I said, vast psychic powers. He doesn't like the attention, so he hides his powers. And to that end, he uses powers only to seem normal. Uh, he made the world think that nor- think that strange colored hair is normal. He was born with pink hair. He didn't dye that. He was born with that. He made the world, using his psychic abilities, think that non-normal hair color was the new normal. So now people dye their hair. You barely see any any of the Japanese characters in this thing with black hair. Barely. Uh, and he made hairpins normal for males because he had to wear those psychic dampeners. Yeah, that's what he did. What other powers does he have? Well, here's the laundry list. Telepathy, telekinesis, levitation, x-ray vision, clairvoyance, astral projection, mind control, psychometrics, invisibility, and literally he's like Silver Age Superman. It's whatever he needs, he gets. Uh, whatever plot device he needs to surmount, he gets the power to do it. That's it. Okay. Now, supporting characters. Uh, these are his schoolmates. Uh, Mikoto Ayura, ruin that one. She's a transfer student, and she's she's strange because uh, she looks uh, she cultivates a look of of a Californian American girl, probably because she has she has a large bust, which is not normal in uh, in uh, this je- this anime. Uh, she is a real psychic. She can look at people and see their aura, know exactly who they are, you know how they react to situations, who they're going to be. Everything. This has Psyche worried, scared so much so that he he does not go to school. When he uh, when he when he sees her coming because he finds out that she's the real deal. So how real deal is she? Well, let's find out. Here he is. He's going to give up and just tell her about his psychic power, and suddenly she loses her ability to see auras. He figures it out. Yes. His aura is so big and so powerful that it completely blinds her aura sight. Yep. So as long as as, uh, uh, he doesn't see her from far away and alone, she'll never know. Because his power is so great, it dampens hers out. That's the way it is. Okay. And the next one is... uh, Kusaké Psyche. This is uh, this is uh, our protagonist's older brother by two years. He is a super genius, but he has no psychic powers. He invented uh, his brother's uh, power dampeners. He also, what he's wearing right now, is a uh, is a telepathic inhibitor, so his brother can't read his mind. He's always been jealous of 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 of, uh, Kusō's powers, so he uh, he constantly. Challenges him to, to contest using his super technology against his psychic powers and he always loses and then we have uh, Kumaguro Psyche which is uh, our protagonist's grandfather and uh, He irrationally loves both his grandsons his grandsons don't care about him They're super geniuses one of them one of them like Tony Stark times five the other professor X times three They don't care about him but he loves them no matter how much abuse that they just throw at him or just neglect but he irrationally hates his own son who genuinely loves him but he could care less about just couldn't care less about Just he's a piece of crap as far as the grandfather's concerned okay who's the main antagonist? well our protagonist is his own antagonist he's, he's basically a demigod there's no one except himself That can really do anything to him. As a matter of fact, uh, I have another clip here of when he he teleported himself during his sleep. (laughs) Nine seconds on the dot okay all right so yeah that was that you know what happened uh also his attitude toward others is a downfall in most people's eyes not his because he doesn't care but uh, he treats people like they're paper like they're not real because compared to him i get it compared to him they're not real they're they're transparent and uh the clip i just showed you where he teleported his bedroom by accident when he's asleep not only that, he also went back in time 20 years and screwed up the past. Let's go and check that out. Now, this uh, this girl right here is his mother 20 years earlier. Now he's figuring out exactly where he is. Yep. Now, his parents have told him the story they met lots, and that's it. He... His father saved his mother from a bully. And by walking into the bully, he stopped them from meeting. Now, he has to fix this. He gets them to meet. He gets them to fall in love just slightly differently. And when he goes back to the future, it is a Mad Max wasteland. Because events didn't turn out exactly the same way. So it all turned bad. Now, of course, he went back and he fixed it. And he did all that. But like I said, he's his own worst enemy. All right. Now, also the uh, element germanium cancels his powers as long as he's touching. Well, his telepathy anyway, as long as it's touching his skin. Not much of a disability, really. Just don't put on any rings. You don't know. And the antenna appear dampen his powers. I guess that could be a, a liability. It's really not. Without the dampeners, he's more danger to pretty much Everyone. Everyone. So what did I give it? I gave it two and a half stars. Now, if you remember, I gave season one two stars because the, the premise didn't really speak to me. But let's go over the, the good parts of season two and I'll, it'll, I'll explain why. It's paced like a comic, uh, like early first season X-Files. Uh, it's, a, it's a monster of the week. In this instance, it's a problem of the week, a problem Psyche has to solve. Okay, he's usually hiding his powers. Fine. Uh, new characters get a whole episode of backstory. You know, they, they introduce several new characters. Uh, the, uh, the the transfer student, she gets a whole episode, and then and then she's put in the wayside, and then only comes up in the periphery every now and again. Uh, the, the grandfather did appear in first season, but he gets two or three episodes in this one, and his brother didn't appear, to my recollection, if he did appear in season one, it was very brief, but he appears a couple of times and is integral in a couple of episodes in season two. Now, it's an interesting take on someone with godlike power, and the reason I bumped it up is because it stayed just as good, only the premise didn't get old. It didn't get tired. I I wasn't tired of of the premise of someone with godlike power just wanting to be normal. I was surprised by that. I was pleasantly surprised by that, so great now what was bad about it just like season one the subs go by fast you have to read three lines of text at once you have to read what the other people are saying what psyche is saying and what psyche is thinking or what someone else is thinking because he can read minds unless you're experienced at reading subs or a natural speaker this is hard very hard it's hard to keep along unless you're practiced or a natural japanese speaker and uh, the main character is unlikable. He's kind of a D-bag. That's just, that's just how it is. He's kind of a D-bag. And uh, understandable or not, everyone besides him and, well, I guess I suppose now his brother is an idiot. Just a stone-cold fool. Okay. I don't like it. It makes everyone else seem so much less, but I understand that's the point. They are so much less. He's a god. He's a living God. Normal people are so much less. It just irks me. Completely understandable. Just irks him. Irks him. And of course, hey, don't miss an episode of this. Uh, Go ahead and and follow us on Twitch or subscribe. It's it's a good way to go, man. tell you, we do this content. We want to get more out to you. We want to do more. We can't do more with less, no matter what the military told me. Doing more with less is not possible, and you can watch us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, and do not forget the notification bell. You want to know when new episodes drop? You do. I want you to know. You want to know. Makes perfect sense. Hey, Duncan, how you doing? You missed everything. Just everything. Yep. That's okay. I forgive you. Now, if you want to see more Heathen Dogma, like I know Duncan Idaho does, then you can see it on YouTube, my Heathen Dogma segments. You can see my anime and RPG segments, my team-ups with uh, Garthon and Warframe and Star Trek Online. All of my past Twitch streams are on are on uh, YouTube, and you can see them on Twitch as well. Plus, the current stream, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, of SOMA. It's a, it's kind of like an uh, atmospheric horror suspense game first person it's, it's kind of creepy uh, my character only just uh, really uh, took to heart that he's a robot he didn't start off as a robot he's a robot now that's how it works do all the things people Duncan says do all the things so do all the things now this is my RNG normally I would have, uh, I'd have uh, Garthon say something Garthon go ahead and tell us Something to talk about, go ahead. Okay, there's that. Uh, anyone in chat have anything? Duncan, do you have uh, anything to say? Anything you want to talk about? You, know, you just finished your your uh, foundry mission and you were building a baseball field. Now, does is this have anything to do with a DS9, Cisco baseball thing? Is that what you're doing because of the new uh, Victory's Life expansion that dropped a couple weeks ago in Star Trek Online? And if that is true, are you basing it off of the Deep Space Nine episode where Cisco and the Deep Space Nine team went up against a rival Vulcan captain and his crew? Is it based off of that particular baseball field? Uh, yep, since you know cryptic isn't going to build that map. I get it. You decide to build it. That's good That's good. I like it Now uh, Oh wait, you can't replicate that field, but we're doing other fields for teams in the league. Oh, okay. That's true You're not allowed to replicate anything that was on a show. That's right. Foolish me now Duncan I have a question for you uh, The rest of the viewers here may not know the, but you are you are a teacher now Are you doing summer classes or are you basically off right now? Do you have all the free time in the world? He is doing summer classes. You know, they give you more money for that. But in my opinion, it's just not worth it. Take your vacation like a man. Go to Vegas. Oh, it's community college. but of course, yeah, of course, there's there's courses running in the summer because they, they take uh, they take you know high school juniors and seniors as well. So yeah, okay. So uh, that's uh, that's all we have for today. I want to thank everyone for joining us. I want to thank uh, Duncan. Obviously, they pay you the same. You tutor so oh, okay, that's cool, that's cool. And uh, I want to tell us about uh, streams that are going on right now for Max Liao, he's off of work for the next two weeks, so expect some streams from him, he'll be doing Guild Wars 2, he'll be focusing on Guild Wars 2, alright, and he'll be playing some Final Fantasy XIV as well, alright, now uh, after these two weeks, I don't know what kind of stream he's going to have, I don't know when it's going to be, but it'll bump into Eldarian streams definitely because he streams like 8-9 days a week outside of his normal Tuesdays and Wednesdays for Shroud of the Avatar for *Saving Virtue*, And of course, if you want to know more about Shroud of the Avatar, you go to uh, Shroud of the Avatar links at roleplayersoftheavatar at rpov.com and sodahealth.org. And here's our streaming schedule. I want you to love it. I want you to know it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to embiggen the screen. Embiggen. That didn't embiggen. Embiggen. That is biggin. Here we go. Now of course there's Warframe tomorrow. Garthon will be back for that. And then Monday there's Weed with Soma. And then Tuesday and Wednesday Shroud of the Avatar. Wednesday Bargain bin Games! 8 p.m. Hulgarin's doing it. And Thursday is the team up, Star Trek Online. Me and Garthon are gonna do that one. Friday, we're hosting Shroud of the Avatar, and of course next Saturday at this time, we'll be watching the live stream. And of course, like, subscribe, comment, on all of our platforms. And you can get this on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music as a podcast. And of course, you can support us on Patreon, Streamlabs, PayPal, and buy our gear. That's what we want you to buy the gear. Duncan got the gear. He's happy with the gear. And of course, if you want to cheer, you can do that too. And of course, I want to thank everyone for coming by. We really appreciate it. And you all have a good night.